0: Hi everyone and welcome back to Space to Learn with me Lucy Woodward. I'm a current student at university and this podcast is made to make your life as a student a little bit easier, to reduce some of the stress you might be feeling and to address the uncertainty as well. Space to Learn is the podcast for students at any stage of your education and I hope that it helps you to learn things that aren't taught in the classroom or the lecture theatre. I want to start off again by saying thank you so much for all the support so far really does help me out so much and it's just so nice to see people enjoying the content that I'm putting out and gaining something from it so yeah any feedback you have is really appreciated yeah please keep sharing it with your friends if you enjoy it that's the best way that I can get this podcast out to more people at the early stages to just by word of mouth and people sharing it with their friends if they enjoy it or if they think they might enjoy it we're currently on 100 plays of the space to learn podcast which is so exciting So, yeah, I'm just really excited to see it grow more in the future and for more people to be able to benefit from it. This week, I'm going to be talking all about sixth form and advice for A-levels and kind of growing up in the period between school and university and the things that you learn along the way, advice for exams and organisation, advice for how to balance your time and what things you should prioritise at different points along the way. Hopefully I can give you some practical advice and tips that you can actually implement into your routine or things that you can do to genuinely improve your quality of life at sixth form and reduce your stress and also to get the grades that you want to get. So if you're about to start sixth form, you're going into year 12 or you're going into year 13, then I really hope some of the things I talk about are useful to you and can help you not be so overwhelmed by the whole experience and I know I loved getting advice from people who had done it already when I was in sixth form and also in school. So I hope that this episode can be of some use to you and will help you out. Let's get into the main episode. I'm going to start off this week by talking a bit about myself as I think it's quite helpful to know where the advice is coming from and whether you can trust it or not, I'll let you be the judge of that Obviously, I can only really talk from my own experiences and the things that I've learned. So if you have any further advice, feel free to go over to the Instagram and leave it there for other people to find and benefit from. It's so important and just really helpful for everyone to share their ideas and the things that have helped them. Clearly, this will all be about the things that I've learned and the things that helped me. Use what you can, take what you want from it. Obviously, sixth form is different for everyone but there definitely are a lot of things in common. In sixth form, you will most likely turn 18, you might get a part-time job, you'll probably make new friends, people will switch schools, etc. You might have new relationships, you might learn to drive, that was such an exciting thing for me, I loved learning to drive. Um, You'll probably get to vote for the first time, or at least apply or register to vote, and you'll also probably apply for uni if that's something you want to do. And it's just a lot, it's a time of a lot of different changes. And you're growing up, you're going out more, you're spending more time with your friends, most likely, and trying to get a bit of independence almost in preparation for being an adult, I guess, and for uni and things like that. So, yeah, it's a time of a lot of change. And I think that is the same for everyone. No matter what the change looks like, everyone is going to experience some kind of change in their life during these two years and they can be quite big changes so definitely useful to have outside perspectives of it and to just to feel less alone I think because it's important to remember that other people are almost definitely experiencing the same emotions that you're feeling even if the way it turns out in their life the things that are actually happening to them are different the emotions that everyone's feeling are pretty much the same I think. Yeah, just try not to feel too alone and remember that everyone's going through similar things and a lot of change. I think that can help when people are feeling um, a bit stressed and overwhelmed maybe by everything. Just talk to other people and communicate and that should hopefully make it a bit easier. At the end of the day, that is way more important than the grades that you get. Your mental health is the most important thing throughout your whole life really and it's definitely important to keep that in mind throughout sixth form because sometimes it does just get neglected and sixth form is definitely a time of a lot of work new things new experiences like I said so yeah just be kind to yourself is something I'd like to start off by saying I also want to mention that with everything that's been going on in the world with covid 19 etc I can't imagine how stressful that must have been for people in sixth form if you're in year 13 and you lost all your exams and the opportunity to prove yourself after all that hard work that you've gone through throughout the last two years, I can't imagine how like stressful and upsetting that could have been. Yeah, you didn't have to do your exams, so that's kind of good, but at the end of the day, you've lost the opportunity to prove yourself and that can be quite hard. Also, if you're in year 12 and next year you're going into year 13, you're feeling quite potentially quite stressed about catching up all the work that you've missed, just... Don't worry, everyone is in the same situation. You've still got plenty of time to make it up and you're all gonna smash it. And also if you're in year 11 going into year 12, you've just lost all your GCSEs. Like, it must be such a crazy time. My heart goes out to you all and I hope that you can push through and still smash your A-levels. I appreciate that it's quite different and I'm not completely sure how different it might look to how I experienced it. Yeah, it's, oh, it's such a tough time for everyone but especially when you're trying to figure things out and you're missing out on different things. So I just wanted to address that and say that you're all doing great, potentially even more than before. Being kind to yourself just becomes so much more important. As long as you're doing the best you can in any situation that you um, you come across, then you're doing great and you're succeeding. So just do your best, whatever that looks like to you. <music> I started sixth form in September 2017 and then finished in 2019 and my A-levels were Maths, Physics, Chemistry and French and I ended up getting four A's which I was over the moon with. I also had a part-time job uh, slash volunteering um, at the local pool so it began as volunteering for two hours a week and then once i'd got my qualifications in swimming teaching that then became teaching work for two hours a week and then i kind of upped it to around three or four hours a week so i didn't have a that was just after schools so i didn't have like a job at the weekends like some people do um so yeah i definitely used the weekends to work on my a levels rather than working as a part-time job like a saturday job for instance That kind of routine worked well for me because I don't think I could have done, like, I don't think I could have managed with only one spare day at the weekend to kind of reset and to get all my work done. That was what I could manage with my studies, but it's definitely worth considering how much part time work, if any, you want to do and to make sure you're balancing that with your A levels because they're both important, but the priorities kind of shift throughout your time towards the end. So I stopped my job at Easter in year 13 just so I could fully concentrate on A-levels really. Um, I don't think I could have managed both at the same time but your priorities definitely shift throughout the two years and it's worth thinking about that for yourself and making those decisions based on what you think you can physically do and try not to burn out because you don't want to overstretch yourself. I think exercise is also really important. Definitely didn't do enough exercise in year 12 Year 13 I then started playing golf ball which was great. I was really glad I made that decision to start that new club even though it seemed a bit strange starting it with only one year to go definitely was a good decision and just benefited my mental health a lot I think was meeting different people and sport is always such a good thing in any stage of your life really. Whatever exercise you enjoy even if it's just going for walks I really think that it helps you so much more than you realize it helps you sleep better it makes you more energized and makes you feel more confident in your body if you're working out more it gives you different skills that you wouldn't have learned by not doing the sport or exercise and yeah i feel like it's important this is really downplayed but if you can find a club or a gym even that you're able to go to and commit to then that would be such a positive thing for your studies because your brain will just your brain will thank you for it basically even if you think you don't have time for it you probably do i appreciate some people's situations are very different and they have to maybe support their families etc but if you can incorporate that into your life without burning out then would definitely recommend doing that as everything else will kind of become a little bit easier as a result of you working out and exercising so that was just a bit about me. As I said at the start, I'm going to let you be the judge of whether you decide to take my advice, whether to trust what I'm saying, basically. Um, but yeah, for for the rest of this episode, I'm going to break down the advice into two sections. The first section is organisation and non-revision season advice so the things to keep in mind throughout the year when you're going to lessons and learning the new content and then the second section will be all about revision and exam season how to cope with that how your priorities should shift etc because i do think they're quite different times and it's important to reflect that in what i'm saying because if you took the exam season advice and applied that throughout the whole two years then that wouldn't be good you'd like burn out in a couple of weeks and would not be able to sustain that so section one will be throughout the year and then section two will be exam season okay i'm going to stop waffling and get into it (laughs) the first thing in the non-exam season section is organization i think prioritizing organization and keeping on top of it is such an important thing to bear in mind it will help you out so much in the long run when you come to Look back over all your notes and keeping everything in one place and like divided up into different topics is so key because if you don't have organized notes, then pretty much there's very little point even making them in the first place. You need to be able to look back on them and them and for them to actually have value to you. So make organization a priority. What I did was I had a um, small A4 folder that I took into school with kind of four sections for each of my subjects and then I also had a folder for each subject at home and then every week or every fortnight I would decant things from the folder that took to school into my like long-term folders for each subject that were that stayed at home and that worked really well for me make sure you divide things up into different topics when they're in your home folders that's what I did it just allowed me to be able to see all the notes on a certain section and it's pretty self-explanatory I'm pretty sure that's how everyone would do it anyway and then in the one that I took to school I had a section for homework or things I needed to hand in and then a section for the class notes and yeah that system worked quite well and I stuck to that throughout the majority of sixth form obviously I did predominantly science subjects so if you're doing art subjects it's a little bit different if I didn't do that I think I would have felt quite overwhelmed and a bit unsure of how the course as a whole looked so make sure you're kind of aware of what your specification looks like and then you're filing the things you've learnt away into their related places and it just makes sure you you've covered everything that you need to cover it's much easier to see if you've actually learned something or at least you're supposed to have learned something if you've got a record of it and you're kind of doing it as you go along it's much easier to catch up on something if you do it at the time rather than realising later on that you've missed out a whole section or you've lost some notes and then you have to go back and do it all again so staying on top of that area is so important and will really help you out a lot the second thing is to use your teachers wisely your teachers are one of your best resources especially since i went to uni i really realized how valuable they were don't think i fully appreciated it at the time i loved my teachers were so helpful but I don't think I appreciated the, like, obviously they're extremely busy, but they are kind of available for you if you want to chat with them about something, especially in sixth form. Also in school, but especially in sixth form, the relationship you have with your teachers can be used to your advantage so much. It sounds straightforward, but if you're in a lesson and you don't understand something that the teacher is explaining, then ask them a question about it. Just put your hand up and ask or ask them to come round when people are working on other things if you don't want to put your hand up in the middle of their flow. But honestly, they're there for you and they want you to do well and succeed. So just yeah, use your teachers wisely and ask at the time if you don't understand something because if you wait, then you might forget that that was an area that you didn't fully understand and it's just easier when it's fresh in your mind to address it straight away. If you're then going over something later and you maybe still don't get it or you realise you didn't actually understand that at the time then drop them an email or go in and ask them to go over it again at a help session or at a later time when they're available and yeah, really make the most of that because it's going to help you out a lot if you use the resource that is your teachers because they have so much knowledge and more likely than not they'll be happy to help you out. Next is to be timely with your assignments. Basically hand things in on time because this will not only reduce your stress but it would reduce the stress on your teachers because they won't have to chase you up about things and it will mean that they're more happy to help you when you need the help. If they've said there's a deadline then just stick to that deadline. I know it's hard with everything else going on and like you're bound to let it slip sometimes but as to the best of your ability, really important to keep on track with your assignments and homeworks, get them in on time, means things don't pile up as well. And it's just good practice for later on in life. At uni, the lecturers are so much less involved and the consequences for not handing something in on time are more severe. They kind of drop your marks. If you hand it in late, then they'll kind of deduct 5% or something for each, each day it might be that you're late, which is obviously not something you want to be doing. Also, remember that it's your teachers who write your references and help with uni applications and it's important to be respectful of what they've asked of you. Just handing things on time will make them happier to do things for you because you've done something for them. also want to add that if you have a bad teacher, don't let that stop you achieving. My teachers were, for the most part, all so amazing and I'm really grateful that I had such good teachers. I appreciate that some teachers just don't um, teach in the way that you learn or don't use a variety of teaching methods so you kind of feel a bit stuck and don't really take anything in in their lessons or just don't feel like you're actually learning anything. And that definitely makes it harder, but don't let it stop you achieving. There are so many other resources available and at the end of the day, it's down to you what grade you get. Blaming someone else won't help you succeed so although i appreciate it's going to be harder don't let a bad teacher stop you achieving but for the most part like your teachers are so so helpful even if you don't get on with them personally the advice that they might be able to give you will be invaluable the next point i want to make is to make the most of your free periods or your study time when you're in school you don't really have this you don't have the free free periods and it can take a bit of adjusting to Getting used to doing schoolwork that is not with teachers at school. I said that really weirdly, but basically you're not used to having freeze. And at sixth form you'll probably have quite a lot of freeze. And at the start you think, Oh wow, this is great, I don't have to do as much. But honestly, they will set you enough stuff to do, if not more, to fill that time. So make the most of that time and don't let it build up and mean that you have to do it at home, which is just not gonna work in the long run. Something that really benefited me was so you get to the end of a free period, maybe you've had fifty five minutes of working, you've got your earbuds in, everyone's concentrating, and then it's that last five minutes and you're just tempted just to go on your phone. Potentially you've gone on your phone before that last five minutes. But yeah, if you can, just try and put in the extra five minutes wherever you can and I promise it will add up a lot. If you're at the end of that free period, like I said, and you're tempted to leave five minutes early or just scroll pointlessly then i just encourage you to stay and work hard for those last five minutes because they will add up significantly that habit of pushing a little bit harder and just persevering for that extra extra little bit of time will benefit you so much i promise and this is where the quote that i've chosen for this week comes in and the quote is go the extra mile it's never crowded I think this really sums it up because obviously the people who get the a stars at the end of the day are the small percentage at the very top clearly not everyone gets the a stars but if you persevere and you constantly and consistently put in that little extra bit of effort then that is definitely going to add up over time and by going the extra mile you're going to get to where very few people get to even though at the time you might not think that that extra five minutes is going to do anything I promise it will benefit you so much over time and yeah I definitely encourage you to do that basically. The next few things are specifically for year 12 but also if you're in year 13 and you haven't done any of these then we'd definitely recommend doing them. But yeah the earlier you start these the better really. So firstly try out different study techniques. This can include flashcards like, written out or flashcards on Quizlet doing different quizzes online, maybe Quizlet has other things as well. Um, The different types of note taking might work better for you. Some people like to make their notes electronically, some people use paper, some people um, have different styles of writing notes, there's one called the Cornell note taking system, if you haven't um, tried that then I suggest you do. It's quite a good way to um, recall things later on and to use your notes in your revision. depends if it works for you you're going to have to figure out what works for yourself and there are so many different ways to take notes there are so many different ways to revise if anyone wants a separate episode on how i specifically took notes and how i revised then happy to do that um if people are interested in that but yeah you can do so much research for yourself there's so many videos on youtube um recommend unjaded jade or eve bennett for really good study content also jack edwards um yeah basically there's tons and tons of creators who make genuinely re- like really really helpful videos about how to study effectively and you kind of don't get taught that that much in school so yeah creds to those hardworking people <laughs> the next thing is to find some good study music this again is different for everyone some people prefer to work in silence some people prefer classical music others the lo-fi stuff I like the peaceful piano or peaceful guitar on Spotify. I can't really work very well when I've got lyrics going around my head, but obviously it's completely up to you what works for you. And yeah, try try different things out because if you don't try it then you won't know if the thing that you're doing at the moment is the most productive thing that you could be doing and the thing that helps you work the most efficiently. The next thing is to not get hung up on your grades, especially in year 12. Grades fluctuate all the time and the content is definitely going to be a step up from GCSE. So you're probably going to be getting grades that are a lot lower to what you've been used to getting. And that's completely normal. Everyone gets lower grades at the start of year 12 and then you kind of build up over time. But there are always fluctuations as you go. Some topics are way harder than others. I think when we get hung up on the grades that we're getting at this moment, it's quite easy to Make ourselves feel like a bit of a failure and if you're not happy with what you're getting then try not to let that cause a huge drop in your confidence there's still so much time to work on that topic or that subject and do improve at it before your final exams especially if you're in year 12. and if you are happy with your results that you're getting don't be lulled into a false sense of security because that topic might just be easier than the others you know Yeah, be encouraged by your progress and how much you feel like you understand rather than just the grade on the paper. I know when I was in year 12 doing physics, I was getting kind of C's at the start of the year and I was so dejected and I was just like, what am I, why am I doing the subject? And I was really enjoying it. I was loving the things we were learning, but it was the way that it was examined was kind of slightly different to GCSE and the content was definitely harder. So... It just takes time to adjust to that and I promise if you keep putting in the hard work and effort keep being enthusiastic about what you're learning and want to do well want to succeed then I promise that you will I think this one goes back to being kind to yourself just let it be and if you have a bad grade just let that be the motivation to push you to work harder for next time if you didn't if you know that you didn't do enough work then let that be the kick up the bum to Work harder next time. Use it as motivation rather than letting it affect your confidence, making you feel like you're never going to be successful. Try to switch it into, okay, I'm not getting that A grade yet, but I will do in the future, rather than thinking I'm always going to get this, that lower grade that you're not so happy with. I want to point out here that I'm not saying C grades are bad. Just for me, that was not what I wanted to achieve at the end of my A levels. If that is what you want to achieve and that is your idea of success, then that is great. Like, You don't need to get the top grades to be successful, it is all completely dependent on what you determine as a success. So if you're happy with a C or a B or you really want an A star and you're not even happy with an A, then that's fine. Like, Everyone has different standards of what counts as a success for them and I think acknowledging that is important. The next thing is that you need to establish a good balance between your subjects that works for you. So there might be a subject that you find a lot harder than the others, potentially you're less motivated to work at that subject because you don't enjoy it as much or you're not getting as good grades in it. I think finding the balance between your subjects is so key because at the end of the day you need to get good grades or grades that will get you into uni, get into your next job in all of your subjects. If you work so hard in the subjects that you enjoy and the other one lets you down, then at the end of the day, you might not get into the university course that you want to get into because that subject's let you down, or you might not get the job that you want because of that one subject. And it might not seem significant at the time, but I think valuing valuing all of your subjects in like fairly equal regard is quite important. If you're finding it a lot harder, maybe you need to put more time into that subject rather than less. Or if there's one subject that you want to do for your degree and you want to get better at that subject, then put more time into that. I can't tell you which of your subjects you should value more because that's completely up to you and it's personal. But I do think it's important to kind of think about what grades you're aiming for and whether you're doing enough work to reflect that in each of the different areas because it can be quite easy just to focus on the things that we enjoy and to neglect the ones that we don't. So try and find the balance between your subjects that works for you. The last couple of things in this section are to also prioritise other things in your life, like a hobby or a job, and to take breaks often. So if you burn out too soon, you're just not going to be good for anything. Like, if you overstretch yourself and you're working too hard too soon, then later down the line you'll just be burnt out and your brain will just say no to any more work because it's just frazzled by everything you've been doing up to this point. So definitely make sure you're prioritizing other things in your life as well as your academics when you're not in the exam season. Take lots of breaks between your study sessions and be sure to spend time with your friends and family as well as just focusing on your A-levels. That one's probably really self-explanatory, but sometimes people put pressure on you and it's hard to value the time that you take for yourself and for spending with other people and doing things that make you happy, as well as focusing on where the pressure's being put on you. It's perfectly okay and it's good and healthy to do other things as well as your A-levels. So don't be too hard on yourself and beat yourself up when you don't do things that are working towards your end results sixth form is such a fun time and it'll be such a shame to miss out on opportunities social things just because you're too stressed out or putting too much pressure on yourself about your a levels so yeah balance is so key Mm -hmm. all right now i'm going to move on to the dreaded exam season and revision exam season can honestly be such a like all-consuming time of your life and it literally feels like you're in a bubble sometimes because everyone's just working really hard and doing anything other than revision just seems like a waste of time or at least that's kind of what my brain made me think. It's good because you need that pressure to work hard and this is the time when it really matters. It's the time that you need to focus on your A-levels and prioritise that over other things. The first thing I want to say is that this time is so temporary. Like, even sixth form went by so quickly for me. But exam season is the, like, it just seems like the shortest amount of time ever, especially since this whole COVID situation. Like, every week is just blowing into one. But in exam season, it seems like you're never going to get out of it. So, what really helped me was just keep telling myself that it is temporary. Temporary? Temporary. And that you're not going to be working this hard forever. You don't remember all those hours you spent working a few weeks, months later. You only remember the end result and what you've actually gained from your hard work. And that was something that really helped to motivate me. I also think this is what validates making sacrifices during this time. Like I said at the start, I gave up my job during exam season from Easter just so I could focus on it and not feel stress from all these different areas so that I could just focus fully Like focus my attention on revision and I appreciate that I'm lucky to be in a position where I could do that but if that is feasible for you then maybe consider eliminating other things in your life to focus more on the revision that you need to do in the short term it's still so important to exercise and do things for yourself so that you don't go mad and lose the plot basically Um, your mental health is still the most important thing and like i keep saying if you burn out before you get to your exams you're just gonna waste all that time that you spent over the last two years so keep that in mind keep working hard but still finding that balance as much as you can but know that it is temporary i keep saying that I'm wrong temporary <laughs> and if you have to make some sacrifices during this time because it will benefit you a lot in the long run again this is something you'll have to work out for yourself For me I stopped doing my job like I said but I still continued playing sport just at a lower amount to what I had been doing and said no to things like matches at the weekend etc which worked well for me. The next thing I would suggest is to make a revision schedule or at least plan out your day to some extent so that you have an idea of when you need to be working and when you can relax and if you have other things you have to do It helps you to be able to schedule them into your time and work around them. Um, My schedule genuinely helped me so much. I didn't really plan out uh, long term in advance what I'd be doing on each day but I knew which days I would be working and then the day before I would plan out that day a bit more fully and write down things that I had to do in that day and make sure I did them and it just kind of helps you keep yourself accountable for what you've done. It also helps you keep a track of what work you've done and means that when you feel stressed or potentially you feel like you're not doing enough. It's a physical reminder that you're doing okay. If you then look back and see that you haven't done enough, it can be motivation to work a bit harder. So yeah, keeping track of what you've done and making sure you're planning what you're going to do in the future was so valuable to me. I also think this helps you focus on yourself more and compare yourself less to other people. From my experience at least, people love to either tell you that they've done so much revision or that they've done absolutely no revision and most of the time neither of them are true it's probably somewhere in between and anyway it's irrelevant what they're doing because your grades are independent of theirs and yeah I just think knowing what you've done is so much more important than knowing what other people have done just eliminates the stress really because when people are telling you that they've done hours and hours of work and you just feel like you haven't done enough compared to them then it's just not benefiting anyone like I said in the episode about comparison just yeah do you do you and if you're doing enough for you then that's great and you've got a record of that for yourself you don't need to second guess yourself or doubt how much you've done just know that you're doing all that you can and that you're doing your best and if you can tell yourself that you're doing your best then i think that's all that matters really that's everything i have to say i think i had a couple more things written down but i feel like this is a good place to wrap it up if you want me to do another episode on um, specific exam tips and revision then more than happy to do that equally i had a couple of things written down about procrastination so if you'd like a separate episode on that then let me know but let's get into the outro now and wrap up today's episode <laughs> If you've got to this point i'm so impressed (laughs) this has been such a long ramble and hopefully i'll edit it down a little bit but um yeah i hope this hasn't been too disorganized and it's made sense to you in some way or helped you out so just in conclusion be kind to yourself and value value your mental health because at the end of the day that's the most important thing really remember that you're worth more than your grades and don't let the pressure get you too much it can be such a stressful time at sixth form but despite all the pressure and the lot of work that went into it i did have such a good time at sixth form and really enjoyed those two years so hopefully you guys can too anyway i hope that you're having or have had a lovely day whenever you're listening to this episode of space to learn i'm having so much fun making this podcast and like i said at the start your support honestly means so much so thanks so much for listening once again And if this is the first episode that you're listening to, please go ahead and subscribe or follow the podcast on the um, podcast site that you're listening to this on. And yeah, go over to the Instagram, which is at Space to Learn podcast and give that a follow so you can stay up to date if you're new. Thank you for tuning in to Space to Learn with me, Lucy Woodward. I'll see you again next week. Bye. (laughs)